Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Real News. And today we have a lot of interesting things to talk about. Start talking about the birthright citizenship that's making everybody lose their shit. So Trump said in an Axios interview that he wants to get rid of birthright citizenship with an executive order. As some people say, it's part of the 14th Amendment. Uh, And Lindsey Graham 2.0 is being cool again for some reason. He wants to present a bill to get rid of it, which would probably be the most sensical way. Uh, But there's a lot of misinformation about this um, because some people say, like, oh, the 14th Amendment gives illegal immigrants birthright citizenship. That's not true entirely. The Supreme Court has never ruled that. They've only ruled that legal immigrants are given birthright citizenship. And, of course, you know, Americans, they're born here and they're already citizens. Uh, and that's where that subject of jurisdiction thereof line has become uh, a bit of controversy. And I just learned actually today that on the uh, one of the government's actually official websites, if you're like an ambassador and you come here and have a kid, you know, if you're an ambassador from another country, that is not protected. They do not get uh, birthright citizenship. So if you're an illegal, it's literally the same thing. Well, here's here's the whole issue with uh, the 14th Amendment. That was written to give slaves citizenship in the United States. Right. And that's completely gone now. Like, honestly, I don't even think that should have been an amendment because it was a very time-limited thing. Like, it would only be maybe, you know, 60 to 100 years after the freedom of slaves. Now it's like a it's like a it's like the appendix. Like it, it was a relic of an older time when it was needed, but now it just kind of bursts and, mm. and spews things everywhere. Now, like, see if you're a citizen, if your parents are a citizen, or maybe like even even like a permanent resident status, I could see. Yeah. But my problem is if you're an illegal and you have a kid with another illegal, then how are you a citizen? That'd be like if I decide to go and. Um, if I was in your house and I had a wife and then she gave birth and then I'd be like, oh, well, we're part of the family now because my wife gave yeah. birth, my, my kids, I'm not a part of the family, but the kids now are your kid as well. So, you know, going to pay for all of its needs. That's, that doesn't make any sense. This whole issue makes no sense because like, how does, like if I was, if I had a kid in most other countries too, like most other civilized, like, you know, first world nations, like with the exception of Canada, but what's Canada's real issue? Like, <laughs> They don't have like a lot of illegal immigrants coming over, at least not until recently. Yeah. But the United States, it's just kind of been like, and people haven't really been doing as much until more recently. Like back in the 1800s, when we had no welfare state, it wasn't a big deal. Citizenship was a different concept back then because you really didn't get much for being a citizen of any place. Like, uh, passports that was more of like a you know past couple hundred years phenomenon like mm-hmm. and that's why it wasn't a big deal in, until especially now and right now we have like we have citizenship hotels like and they busted one of these i think it was either in california or florida and they had like people from china paying 40 to eighty thousand dollars to go and give birth in the hotel and these and it was perfectly legal and it still is technically perfectly legal for them to go about doing this and that's the problem it's a, it's a loophole mm. Like you're you're not an American citizen. Like if you want the United States to have open citizenship, that's that's another topic. I'd completely disagree with that. But right now, it's it's currently not the issue. And and I'm surprised that like not everyone agrees that illegal aliens shouldn't be citizens because there is a left there's a leftist viewpoint that this is also like a dangerous loophole. Because hear me out, <laughs> if you're a leftist, you know. You want to have more migrants and whatnot come in who are needy and deserving. Yeah. Why doesn't? Why should someone who's just born here get ex like, and they're not even American citizen, like an extra privilege? Like they're against privilege, so why are they allow mm. this? Because they're basically by- a hierarchy here. Well, they're bypassing yeah. the immigration 
like a Q and that's kind of cheating. I mean, yeah. it is cheating. Yeah. Cause like, it, let's say that you're some guy from like Mozambique, you come over here, you want to be, you know, you're a genius, but there's only a handful of spaces allotted. But then, you know, this guy who's, you know, you're, you're this genius guy. And then you have this, you know, Bob or something or, or, or Bill, he's a, uh, he, he was like a, I guess would be a dreamer or whatever. Like he was uh, born in the United States, but to illegal immigrants got deported, can't speak the language. You know, he has no skills and he would be granted a pay, a place above someone who comes from another country who wants to be like, who studied English, who has reputable skills, who'd be a net contributor to the economy. Why do they get an extra privilege that just because their parents were born here and they weren't even legal citizens. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. And honestly, it should piss off the left and it should piss off the right. Cause you know, it's also a major security flaw. Cause like, let's say that, you know, this, you know, Saddam Hussein, you know, back in the day he had a kid and the wife came to the United States and gave birth and then went right back to Iraq. Yeah. And then the son would be able to go to the United States, you know, because he's a citizen there you be able to come to the United States and perform espionage or do other things, you know, get a get a weapon in the United States because they're a legal citizen and, you know, barring anything else, you know, he has those rights if you're a dual citizen. Like, and I think that this should be fixed, honestly, because if you are a, uh, if you're on a visa, I think it should depend on your type of visa. If you're here as a temporary worker and you have a kid, that kid should be the, um, if you, if you're from another country, you have a citizenship somewhere else, that would be the citizenship of the kid, and that should be stated in the uh, documents mm-hmm. when you go and apply for work visa over here, unless the kid, the mother or you know father was a United States citizen, because that's, you know, we're not going to change that. And if you come illegally, it shouldn't be at all. If you're a permanent resident, like a green card or something to that matter, then yeah, I think that there's a greater case and you might be able to get, you know, the kid might be a United States citizen. But I mean, you could always naturalize the kid too later if you stay in the United States. But I think this is like, it's very bad on the left. I think it makes the left look bad because most people don't think that if you come here illegally and you have a kid, that the kid should be United States citizen. That's stealing and you get to keep what you steal. Can't I don't I don't like that. If you go and rob a bank, if your parents rob the bank, they can't go and put that in a trust fund for you. That you know they get the money back, and that's essentially what they're doing. Instead of the bank, they're robbing the United States people. This does not help re- regular United States citizens who are from, you know, one or both parents who are here legally. This hurts them. This devalues citizenship. Yeah, and I'm perfectly fine with um, an American that's you know that was. Uh, you're a citizen of this country. You've already been here, and you have like like a normal American, not an immigrant, just somebody that's already born here, and you have a kid, and that kid can automatically become a citizen. I'm perfectly fine with that. But what I'm not fine with is people that are not Americans that are living here and have kids, and then those kids become, uh, you know, automatically citizens. That's not fair to anyone. Well, yeah, like why should a tourist, like, you know, you come over here from some other country on a tourist visa, then you give birth here and you just had to come here for like a day or a week and then you're somehow a citizen. Yeah. Why yeah. should that be the case? Well, yeah, it's it just, you know, and like, like, like we said, that the 14th Amendment wasn't created to deal with this stuff. It was deal with to, so that states weren't denying slave citizenship. So they made amendments so that there's no way they could get around with it. And I, I understand that for the time, but now... We have, you know, processes like amendments where we can change the Constitution 
uh, to fit the time. Now, I can, uh, what also you could say is what um, probably is going to happen is this is going to go to the Supreme Court and they're going to rule an actual interpretation about illegal immigrants in this. I think they're going to shut, you know, shoot down, say, you know, illegal immigrants are not protected because they, you read the actual thing and they're within the jurisdiction of their country and not this country, if that's how you interpret the jurisdiction there of line. Um, and the other thing is that the, the main problem I've had with this, and I've, I've, I haven't just had this position because Trump mentioned it. I've had this position since middle school, you know, just, you know, way before Trump. And what I've always seen problem with it is that it's a magnet for illegals. It gives them an incentive to come over. Because if your kid becomes an American citizen, now you can apply for a whole bunch of benefits. You can get all kinds of government handouts, all kinds of shit like that. Um, and there's even numbers to back me up. There was this uh, study done by the uh, Immigrations, uh, Center for Immigration Studies, which is a big source for a lot of like, the immigration numbers. I use them for a lot of papers. It says that 300,000 anchor babies are born a year. 300,000. Oh, yeah. And then it's not even just the kid being born. Then they have an option once they're in here, then their parents apply for citizenship and they have yep. like the anchor point. They can then have their parents come over more easily. And that's wrong, too, because they broke the law back then. They shouldn't be given any sort of special privileges. And, you know, it wasn't the kid's fault for being born here. But then again, they shouldn't get the benefits like, you know, the thief doesn't get the benefits of their parents or the, the child of a thief shouldn't get the benefits of the parent having you know robbed a bank and yeah. i think you know this should be a quick and easy thing and honestly it's going to be hard because i feel like the supreme court is so crazy but i think with the you know kavanaugh and uh who was the other guy the gorsuch, gorsuch yeah. i think that's going to really help turn things around because I, oh, yeah. I, I think that will be good but then the left is going to start screaming and hollering but they always do like yeah they, yeah. they keep they're like the boy cried wolf like chicken <laughs> little they hear about things so much that people don't take them seriously. And I think that's a good thing for us in the here and now, at least maybe in the future, that could be a problem when mm -hmm. they actually have things, you know, like government surveillance, but they, you know, they support that. Like Obama supported government surveillance. He increased it, you know, but yeah, I think yeah. that's, uh, that, that's yeah. most of my thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing I'll just say is once again, that, you know, this doesn't apply to illegals. And I, I actually had to mention something because I was watching a video about this and fucking Chank, our favorite, you know, Young Turks commentator. He was like, well, uh, you know, when uh, Trump had his kids here, uh, his wife, Ivana, she wasn't a citizen, so they'll be deported too. There is no, that, that, no, like if you have one parent who's <laughs> a parent. citizen, yeah, like then Trump. that's completely legal. Yeah. If, the, if it was his wife there legally? Yeah, uh, she was a she was not a citizen at the time. Oh yeah, but was she but here she was, legally? Was she? An yeah, she was here legally. Okay, then that's fine. Yeah, I know. Even and and Trump is a citizen. Even if she wasn't a legal citizen. Yeah, Trump yeah. is a citizen. According to international law, like as long as like international law is really weird about this suit. Because some countries, it depends if you claim the child, if if it's like the father versus another. But like still, they'd be legal citizens either way because yeah. the father claimed them. Yeah, so. it was just funny watching Chang because he's trying to get like these like gotchas. And he had like his reporter going on the streets, like interviewing Trump supporters that didn't fully understand this. I mean, I didn't fully understand this until like a few days later. And I, you know, I, I had to research a bit because like, this is a kind of complicated because there's so much disinformation out there. There's so many people pushing agendas that don't understand things for you. Like you hear the left keep bringing up the example of the Chinese guy. Like, oh, it's this Chinese guy. And uh, they gave him protection. His kids got protection. Well, he was here legally. He was a permanent resident. He was here legally. It's a big deal fucking difference between what we're talking about now which is illegal immigrants but 
Yeah, they can tell the difference between like a hundred genders, but they can't tell the difference between an <laughs> illegal and a legal immigrant. Yes. Well, let's be real over here. They they just, I think they know the difference, but they just want to go and say otherwise because they'll end up voting Democrat. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's what the that's left. The grand scheme. The left used to be anti-illegal immigration until they realized, holy shit, we can get um, modern slave labor, which is what the corporations lobby them for because they get cheap you know, wages. It's going to be cheaper you know, than any American that they hire. And we get a lot of new voters. That's what they want. They want votes and they want cheap labor. Well, yeah, they're like that's the, why they're the they're the party of trying to be trendy. That's like they used to support like the you know the black community back in the day, but now they've abandoned in turn in form, at least in a lot of ways, to go and try to cater to uh, like illegal immigrants and Hispanic voters. Like they go and yeah. trade one for the other because one's looking more hip now. Because and that's why they want to have open borders because more more voters for them and nothing will ever get done and eventually they'll start changing but you can see the cubans like a lot of them are actually republican like oh yeah ted cruz they and, vote for trump in uh 2016 and that's that's the problem so they try to go and find everyone who like it's not the party of you know like we support this it's the party of we don't support republicans yeah it's a party of i'm gonna go and try to destroy like every sort of like they they, they try to go and progress so far f- like forward in their like minds that they just go and like walk off a cliff I yeah, think pretty that's much. The, the, you know, Democrats in a nutshell. Not, they not shoot all themselves them. in the foot. It's what yeah. they keep doing. And yeah, that's why they keep losing elections. It's not all of them, but, like, you see yeah. they start to radicalize people. And, you know, they they claim that Republicans, like, are radicalizing people. No, like, Republicans, <laughs> they're conservatives. They're the exact opposite. They don't change well, there's very much. There's that fucking girl on CNN that said that Trump radicalizes more people than ISIS. No, that's not <laughs> true. Like, the Republicans, they are the exact opposite. They don't radicalize. They just hold still. Yeah, and that's they're, all, they're and that's the problem. Yeah, they they just hold still and they don't really push anything forward except for Trump because that's and that's why that's why they don't like him. Hates him. Yeah, he has his own ideas. Like yeah. Republicans, they just kind of stay there for you know most of history, and then the left they keep pulling them in a different direction, and you know they start budging every so often because. Like you can just go and look at history. Like you know what's what are they conserving? Like conservatives are like liberals from like forty years ago when you yeah. think about it. Yeah, in some ways. Yeah, you know, and other things are they're different, but. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. Speaking of Trump conservatives, um, in Brazil, there was an election, and the right-wing candidate, Char, is it Char? Char? Was it Jair? Jair? Jair. I, I, I know it's pronounced his last Bolsonaro? Thing. Yeah, Bolsonaro. Uh, won Brazil's election with 55% of the vote, defeating his left-wing opponent, who had 44% of the vote. And... Um, Bolsonaro has pledged basically to make Brazil great again. That's literally what he's kind of said. And he's going to fight a lot of crime, fight a lot of corruption, because obviously that's big problems in Brazil. And he's, you know, his position-wise, he's pro-life, pro-gun, pro-military regime, anti-gay marriage, anti-affirmative action, anti-mass immigration, and anti-drug legalization. So he's pretty much a more authoritarian Trump. Um, and he wants to align more with China and less with the, uh, oh, sorry, align more with the U.S. and less with China, which is what Trump, you know, um, you know, wants to get away from China as well and to fight back. And of course, this guy's been called racist, sexist, homophobic, which he said some crazy shit. I just don't know if it's been taken out of context. But um, I, I think the problem is Brazil's a different culture, and they need more author- authoritarian figures. Because that's the only way you're gonna clean this shit up. Because it's it's a shithole. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know? that's the same with like many countries, like especially like countries that are you know like third world sort of countries, not like first world countries like the United States and Europe. 
they they need to have a strong authoritarian backbone because if yeah. they don't things tend to go bad like and that's why you see all these dictators in like you know the middle east and in africa is because that's the only thing that people respond to otherwise it'll just be like mob violence and it's sad but like that's just the way the world kind of works yeah they need to have a strong figure or else people like you have gangs controlling everything it'll be like mexico where they have cartels and the everyone's corrupt mm-hmm. i mean there's probably still be corrupt people but like you know that that's how they improve things is they get someone who stays in there builds some stability that the times are hard and then you know maybe a hundred years from now things might be different you know maybe sooner than that because of you know technology and whatnot but yeah i think it was a good thing for brazil because the entire you know a lot of south america tends to go either one way or the other you know you get your like pinochet on one hand then you have <laughs> you know venezuela on the other yeah which is really better I don't know. I'd say I'd, I'd rather have the, you know, stable right-wing one than the, you know, Venezuela where it costs 50, like $500 for a roll of toilet paper. Yeah. It's really the, I don't want to say the better of two evils, but it's like literally like, do you want the worst option or the least worst with possible good stuff? Well, and I mean, and this guy's not even necessarily like Pinochet either. Like, oh no, he's not that far, but he's just very authoritarian. You know, like, I, I don't know. Um, entirely what his policies are entirely if those crazy things he said have been taken out of context like i just don't know enough but yeah it's like with parents like would you rather is it better for the kid to have a parent who like you know spanks the kid make sure they do their homework and strict or Mm. have like the mom who wants to be everyone like a single mother who wants everyone to be like best (laughs) friends with them and give some liquor yeah do whatever they want to do like like an atypical Oh my God! Like you know, it's like it's sad, I keep that, mentioning that, and show. that's kind of. It, I mean, I, I know people who are like that, and like yeah. it, it's it's a lot about real life. Like and that's with governments too, because governments it's like have an extension of the family, at least in the modern sense. And would you rather have? And the child is you know the citizens. If you have like this liberal country that you know they're over, like they'll take care of everything, they'll wipe your little hiney, <laughs> and you know you don't learn how to do things yourself. Or would you rather have a country where, you know, things are a little bit more authoritarian yet, you know, but it's more stable. You don't have socialism, so you have to go and, yeah. you know, do things yourself. You have, you know, the Second Amendment to go and protect yourself or whatever their version of that is. Cause probably don't have pro-gun. <laughs> Well, he's pro-gun, so they want to go and enable you to protect yourself. Yeah, which is according good. According to what I, you know, saw on the notes. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, and that's what happens. If you have a child whose parents just let them do whatever they want, the child's not going to, you know, he's going to be going astray because it's very easy to go and see the, you know, the fun things. It's not fun to eat veggies and it's not fun to work out. Then you have having a kid who's, you know, like 280 pounds and he doesn't do anything, goes and does drugs mm. and he'll party all the time, not go to school versus you have the authoritarian dad. And sure, you know, he may have wished, you know, certain things were different. He didn't have the best childhood, but at least, you know, he ended up becoming a, a, a decently functional adult. Now, that doesn't happen in all cases. Some of them just kind of snap. But, you know, that's the same thing with governments. You know, it doesn't work. No government's going to work for every, like, every single person in the citizenship. Yeah. And that's kind of what they have to go and do is they have to have a choice. And in general, it's better to have, um, better to go and have, like, a more, like, not like a super leftist government. No communism, no socialism. I think that's a good way forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't have much else to say, so I think we should dig into the fun one, okay. which is there was this girl that went on Dr. Phil. We'll watch a few of the clips right here where she is a uh, obviously black person. Like, she's pretty black looking, but she claims that she's white. Oh, it's like Uncle Ruckus from uh, the Boondocks. 
Uh, it reminded me of the fucking Dave Chappelle white supremac black white supremacist skit. Like yeah. you can see a lot of parallels of this, but yeah, it's pretty fucking funny. Like this is some funny shit right here. Like I, because first of all, the left's in a catch twenty two here because they have to accept oh I identify as blank even though it's you know rejecting reality. But what she says is funny. Just look a little bit. I mean, it's kind of big. <laughs> How does she know what a white person thinks like if she's not white? <laughs> Racist. Yeah. <laughs> this is Rachel Dallas, all like twin sister. This is like Rachel Dallas, are like times a hundred. Just the opposite. I mean, this is just sad. Oh, it's pretty bad. Like, this is just sad. This is like, it's it's mental illness. Like, she... Well, there's a bit more to that story, though. Um, where's the funny shit? Where she goes. Well, like, see, people need to go and learn to love themselves for the way that they are. Like, for things they can change, they can change it. But you can't change your race, you know. She's being, like, the opposite of... She basically is, like, you know, Michael Jackson or... You want well, to Michael go? Jackson had, like, a skin disease. Like, this I bitch... Don't I don't know. That seemed a little bit fishy. I think he bleached himself. <laughs> he bleached but, himself. Or he put stuff on there. Like he, I'm just saying he looked better when he was black. I'm just saying. He well, shouldn't yeah, have bleached be, himself. Like, it's, like it, it's an illness, and it's spawned by... Especially nowadays, because everyone's like, oh, I'm going to get sex change operation. Then you have people like Rachel Dahl. So, oh, I'm going to be black, and I'm going to pretend that I'm black. Yeah. And, like, Sean King. You know? Oh, God. Talcum X, as they call him. <laughs> I think this is another part where she says I'm really funny. Just I, embrace who you are. Well, I'll tell you the twist at the end because it, it's a bit funny what came out later. Oh, <laughs> she's pretty racist. <laughs> Throw on race. <laughs> Issues with her race. Yeah, because, <laughs> well, yeah, that's because the media they make it out to be that black people are bad. The media because like they say that oh you know white people have so much privilege and so yeah. they want to get the privilege themselves by not so, being black. But, yeah, exactly. And they're they're the racist ones like the liberal media. Oh yeah, they are racist. Like you know you can be whoever you are and try to be the best person. You can't change exactly. your race. You can try. Just accept it and move on. Absolutely. Ooh.
What? Oh, yeah. There we go. There we go. Makes sense now. Yeah, Single so fucking mother. This is where a lot of problems come yep. from. Yeah. Now, name your poison. Jesus. <laughs> Technically, isn't she allowed to since she's black? Aren't they allowed By to? By the left standards, yes. Yes, she's allowed to. But she to. doesn't want to be black, so then. Yeah, accept her identity. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's what so funny about do? this. <laughs> it's okay if you're white to be racist against your own race though. Yeah, that's cool nowadays. That's hip and trendy. But you do this shit and you're on Dr. Phil. Oh God. What? Oh wait. <laughs> this has got to be fake. Like, I, I don't know about reality TV shows. This has got to be fake. Let's just say the sister says it is. <laughs> no, this has got to be fake. Oh, that, okay. The twist is the sister has come out and said that this is 100% fake. That's what she said. She, um, she said that this is a total hoax because she quote, I'll get the quote. She said, um, uh, it's all hoax to quote, become a meme. That was her goal. She wanted to become a meme. Okay, see, yeah, that makes sense. This, this just seemed too fake. Yeah. Like, this is reality TV show, folks. This is why I don't believe much of what I see on reality TV. It's yeah. just a bunch of fake news, half of it, oh, yeah. and generate outrage. Like, it was like with that, uh, what was it, that Sons of Guns? They go and have them buy the guns, and then they'd be I like, watch that, yeah. I, "I used to watch that." I but it was so fake because I, I looked at the reviews and stuff. And same thing with Pawn Stars; they lie about things too because they can't actually have record you on television set so to recreate it. Uh, with the Sons of Guns, they got like some like shotgun. They like made it look like you know they put all the tactical crap on there, <laughs> and it was like, "Oh, it's you know thirteen hundred dollars for this." Uh, what was this Mossberg fight? It was like a Remington eight seventy, and they just put like a you know, like a red dot on it and like a cool uh, stock. Yeah. And I think like the guy got in trouble for like raping people. <laughs> Whoa. I think he did. I, I think like the, the guy who was in charge. Oh yeah. I remember hearing about that. <laughs> he yeah. Like raping the girl. I like, remember my funny, but that's. <laughs> oh, uh, he's raping the girl on the show. I think that I don't, like, I don't even know anymore. Cause half the stuff I see is fake. It's fake yeah. Like you can't even tell. And it's a reality TV show. So I just discount everything that I see now in reality. Or maybe it was TV. Dr he got drunk or something to drunk driving. I think. Cause he, I remember my dad always say he looked like an asshole and it turns out he's, he's an asshole. On, he's on reality TV. Like I bet the Pawn Stars have a bunch of secrets. Like Chum Lee was a meth oh, Chum, addict. Yeah, he, but she like, doesn't look like a meth addict. Like well, I don't know if he was a meth addict, but they took like he had like a busted for drugs and they took all his guns and shit like that. Ah, oh, that's. But that's just... Rick is the cool one because he's pro Trump. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I don't I don't even know with that show. It's probably all fake. They probably just do it so they can get like the Republican audience. Get the clicks. Like, uh, <laughs> they get some people going like, like oh, yeah, because probably half the people who watch like History Channel, you know, they expect real history. Yeah. So, you know, they're probably right wing. But like, what has happened to the History Channel? Let's talk. Did we talk oh, about that before on here? We did talk about that a bit. Uh, I, I, I'm going to find the one part in this video because there, there's another funny part. And then we'll talk about that. Is um, there... <laughs> I doubt that seems fake too. <laughs> yeah, see, she is she, this. Yeah, see, we already know this is fake news. Yeah. Well, there's one funny part. Hey, I guess it's not in this clip where she just goes white power. <laughs> oh, like this is so fake. Yeah, it's fake, but it's, it's funny, funny. But it's fake. Because like, I could see it happening. Someone's probably gonna try to do it too. That's the thing. Like they're putting it's this believable. on the television. They're gonna make someone actually try to be this way. Well, remember when Dick Masterson went oh, on yeah. here and trolled them as being like this? He was like, "There's nothing more liberating and freeing to a woman than chauvinism and shit like that." He said, "Like men and women are better." Like he did it a good troll. Oh, this yeah. is a good, like, I a semi-good troll. I can't find that, like, art, like that video anywhere. Oh, yeah, you can find it still I there. Like, the full video, not just Oh, the, the full thing. Well, it's probably copyrighted. There's, like, clips of it. But this I've one, you can get the full. I think this was a this was a decent troll, but Dick Masterson was, like, the supreme troll. Oh, yeah, you can't beat him. He was really good. Because like, he was so believable. Like, I didn't even know he was a troll until after I Googled it for, like, like a while after I saw the clip I found. But this one, I, I was like... I actually believed it for most of it, and I started to think, I don't know. You saw what happened with him and uh, Maddox. Um, I heard guy, something He used happened. to have a show together, and, like, I think Maddox got pissed off because he cucked him. And uh, then, like, I, I forget what happened, but, like, I think they're in a, he's trying to sue him, and, like, there's going to be a lawsuit now to go and prove that Masterson was a cuck. What? Like, it's it's pretty funny, all that stuff. You had to look it up between uh, Dick and uh, Dick. Maddox. Yeah. But it, it's, like, a whole... Whole thing, I, I think Jim or like he was on the kill stream a few times, and like mm. he's he does videos about that. It's pretty funny. Yeah, but so um, do you want to dive in that History Channel stuff? Yeah. So like, what what happened to the History Channel? It's gone so far, like completely unrelated to history at this. Well, point. it used to be documentaries and literally history stuff, but ever since reality TV took over in like the early two thousands. They, I think their their viewership was going down. They thought, hey, let's put some reality TV in here that's semi-loosely geared toward it's, history. And that's where you get American Pickers, Pawn Stars, all that stuff. But at least American Pickers and Pawn Stars can actually be interesting. But it's not what you're going but on there for. Yeah, you it's, it's something history, that should be on Discovery Channel. Like, now you find history at, like, the odd hours. And, like, now primetime it's, like, you know, Vikings or, you know. Yeah, they have stars from, like, cable-like it's, shows. It's just, not history. It's supposed to be a, like a documentary channel. Now they they relegate that to like history two or something. And now I think <laughs> they have like so many different knockoffs because they keep changing what history is about. Like yeah. it's not supposed to be this like trendy channel that has you know it's not HBO. It's supposed to be the history channel. Well, HBO isn't beholden to advertisers. So they can get away with like Game of Thrones and stuff like that. Well, Whereas HBO's history channels not supposed to be a them. history channel. Yeah. Like it, like history channel. They just trying to get money now. Like, yeah. you, like, no, it's supposed to be for cool and, like, you know, modern marvels. That was when it was, like, actually good because you'd see some cool stuff. 
Yeah. But nowadays it's just so far gone from the purpose of history. <laughs> and like you see that with a lot of channels like MTV. MTV oh, yeah, isn't even yeah. about music television. It's about nah. Teen Mom and like a bunch of other like girl Thoughts. drama stuff, you know. It's like thought drama. Yeah, like and what happened to like, you know, they Beavis and Butthead and stuff like that, just like edgy TV shows. Now <laughs> it's just like, oh, Teen Mom, like I don't care about that. Like yeah. I'd rather see music videos. <laughs> And like Beavis and Butthead style animation. I mean, that was such a like a cool time in history. You could have that stuff. I mean, it was a pretty degenerate show, but it was funny and it was stupid and it made you laugh. But now it's yeah. just Teen Mom. Well, the reason like that MTV has lost its audience because YouTube stole it. YouTube is where people put their music videos up because it can go to a lot more people. You can keep watching it. And those always tend to be like the top trending videos on YouTube is like whenever Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, whoever the fuck is the pop star. Yeah, the Vivo was, now. Viva. Yeah, Vivo. Yeah, yeah. Vivo's a big one because you yeah. see it all the time. And, you know, they'd be smart if they put some other stuff other content well that's what mtv should have done see they didn't adapt to the environment quick enough they should have made a youtube channel where everybody would they would be the vivo but they'd be on youtube and they'd be mtv that's what they should have done but they weren't smart and now they have to totally rebrand totally change what they do i think the same thing do you remember the g4 channel yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think yeah. the same thing happened with them they that used had, to have what, what was video that guy's games name? it was yeah. adam sessler and morgan webb and you know, a bunch of other like uh, olivia munn shane, or whatever no not shane doll it's, it's um what's the guy that, oh fuck i forget the comedian's name he did those videos on that channel all the time um well they had the one guy who was involved in gamergate for like banging a bunch of girls i could see it like he seemed like kind of an asshole on there but it, he was funny i think that's the guy i'm thinking what's what's his name i can't remember i don't know was he in the five guys video I don't remember. I don't he know, he had like um a show where he did like commentary, I guess. Well, like that, that's the thing. Like that, that entire channel just like they didn't adapt fast enough, and yeah. they ended up getting destroyed because of Let's Plays. And they used to have yep. this one called Cheaters, and they had another show called Cheaters that was about two different subjects, and, that, and that's what half the show was. But the cheat, the original Cheaters was like video game cheat codes, but then they stopped making cheat codes in video games because they realized they could sell that to people with uh, downloadable content. Mm -hmm. And then they just had like cops reruns and cheaters where people, <laughs> you know, cheating cops. on spouses and recording it. Yeah. And they used to have some cool car videos too. And then they got rid of that. And then it just became reruns of like American Ninja Warrior and like cops and cheaters. Yeah. So the first thing that literally came like Google G4 is American Ninja Warrior. Like that's all that happened to it. And they just let it die. Like they, like channels have just gone to shit. And like, it's not like people just need to learn to adapt. Well, I fucking anime is on there apparently. Yeah, I think they used to. They don't exist anymore. The channel got bought out by like. Oh Esquire. yeah, channel doesn't exist anymore. Like it became Esquire. Yeah, Esquire bomb. Yeah. But I used to like it when a kid as a kid before YouTube came out because they'd they'd show you video games and tell you cheats before like, you know, internet was fast and user friendly. It was the place to go. But now you know it's not. Like tons of companies just don't know how to innovate and change. Like look at what's going on with uh, Buick. Like they used to have cool cars. And like Oldsmobile, like look what happened with them. Like yeah, they used gone. to have really big car, like you know the you know the Rocket eighty eight, and they had like cool cars back in the sixties and stuff. And then like during the you know nineties, they just became cars for old people. Yeah, that's, that's what I first heard of Oldsmobile. I thought it was literally a cars made for old people. Yeah, and it wasn't originally about that. And like yeah. just look at what's going on with Ford. Like where are they even doing now? They're making SUVs. They don't have any like they only have like. So two they're getting cars. rid of all their. Did you hear like like last they year they said? They have two cars now. Yeah, they're gonna. They're only gonna have two cars, SUVs, and their truck. They're getting I think all they their a, normal. I think they're still cars. making the Focus, aren't they? They're gonna have the Mustang. and They're gonna have like the Focus. Yeah, I they're gonna have they're the Focus. Of, yeah. 
think they're getting rid of the Fusion. Yeah. And they're just making like 10 SUVs. Like, like there's going to be a crash with SUVs. Once, oh, yeah. Once like gas prices start going up again, it's just, and they're going to really suffer because they made, they rolled it out through the uh, 2008 oil crisis or whatever it was. Well, remember Cash for Clunkers Obama did where he's like, oh, trade in your bad uh, uh you know car and we'll give you a good one and that was a failure or you want one like that's what happened to hummer they you know they were doing really good until they had the oil prices yeah. skyrocket and who's gonna want to drive a hummer when you can't afford to gas it up well yeah, that's what the oil embargo brought in all those like cheap japanese cars and the vw beetle all that shit became popular because gas prices were insane but yeah but like what does even ford stand for anymore like fix or repair daily <laughs> yeah like it, it doesn't like no one like no kid goes on it's like oh i want to buy a ford like no they yeah. want to go and buy a Honda because at least they're reliable. You I know, just they remember, buy a Toyota. I just, I'm sorry, totally off topic, but Tosh.0. Oh, yeah, I, I remember of. that. Yeah, that That's was That's what show. I was thinking of. And now it's like on Comedy Central because that, that channel failed. Yeah. Well, no, they, no, it was Web Soup, I think, that was on oh. G4, which was basically Tosh.0, but then okay. Tosh.0 stole it because they don't watch G4, so I don't blame them. Yeah. You just do that commentary on you know people getting hit in the nuts <laughs> by like a banana or something. <laughs> That's pretty much like Tosh. Pretty point much Tosh. Point out. The song gets hit in the nuts. Ooh, I'm gonna react <laughs> to that. But he's pretty funny. I never watched him, but like I remember the name. That's what I was thinking. But yeah, cars. Um, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you on that thought, but yeah, it's totally gone. Just degenerate to like SUVs because they know with like, you know, with car decisions are the most irrational decision like the gen- average Joe makes. Look, they're buying gas guzzling, jacked up, uh, high. Um, center of gravity, uh, impractical SUVs. Well, people, it doesn't make well, any people sense. people want to get an SUV because they think they're going to need it. They're like, oh, you know, what if I have to go and carry, like, a bunch you of stuff? Like, how, like, just rent, like, a van or something. Like, yeah. it depends. Some of them are good, but, like, and then they're going to spend all this stuff. Same thing with, like, the truck market. Like, back in the day, they used to have actually have practical trucks, like S10s and Rangers. Now you get all this crazy. I mean, there's, there's a purpose for trucks and, like, big trucks, too, but 9 out of 10 people who buy, like, you know, like, you know, F-250s and, you know, Silverado, like, 1500s and, like, 2500s and, like, big-ass diesels. They're pavement princesses. <laughs> like, I had a buddy of mine who had this, like, it was a nice truck. It had, like, this big-ass smokestack out the back. And he did not use it for any sort of heavy hauling in, in, like, the year or two that he had it. He just let it rot. And, like, he'd drive it around and stuff. And it was so much in repairs. And he never used it for its intended purpose. Like, people go and buy more cars than they really need. Yeah. And, like, you know, you can have – and the, the SUVs are slow. I don't like them. They're just blobby. It's a pain to go and park, which is why they all have backup sensors now. Yeah. And it's another thing that's causing this is these uh, safety regulations, which has gone so far overboard – recently like that's why in like japan you have these like small cars they call them k cars over there they're small and they're fun they're lightweight and they don't have those over here and that's another reason why suvs are becoming more popular and there's a couple reasons why but one of the reasons is because safety regulations have made it so that like smaller cars have to have so much crap built into them that they become Mm. like unfun like the like the airbags have to be everywhere so you have your own little hug box if you ever get hit i don't mind that like (laughs) Yeah, it's gotten so far. Like in the 2000s, I think was you know that was fine. Like early 90s, it was pretty dangerous. But nowadays they have airbags. I've been in an accident before. I was fine with a car from the 2000s. But like, I don't know. I think they need to go and stop that. But with the SUVs too, another thing is they realize they can charge people significantly more for those, and they're not much more to manufacture. Like, oh yeah, that's true. You know, you buy like a regular like you know sedan or something, you can probably get for like 24, 25. You know, thousand dollars. You buy like an SUV. It's like thirty something. 
for the the shitty version and they don't even have any like big engines anymore like some of them do but like a lot of them they get these crossover things which is oh, just God. like a buzzword <laughs> it's a buzzword and it's like oh look at this crossover it's like it's got the engine of a compact like a it's got like a civic what? engine and it's got like the body of you know a sumo wrestler not a sumo wrestler it's like a guy who you know mcdonald's regular yeah they're like and they become slow because of that and they you know it's it's just more expensive more car than people need and i don't know it's just a stupid people these say they they get so preoccupied over meaningless stuff that they'll never use like because well, they market these things as oh you're gonna be tough and macho with it look at me i'm high on off the ground where it's like i don't it's like i don't really um give a shit about like uh you know that sort of stuff i just want a car that's practical and can get me to point a to point b and really you don't need these everybody could just have a sedan and they'd be perfectly fine that's all they need well, they don't need it but like you know if everyone doesn't have to go and buy the most expensive cars out there they yeah. don't need to go and buy the most craziest things out there these days they they just buy too much and i think there needs to be more more different cars because all these things look the same, it seems. Yeah, they're all very boring. And, like, if you buy an Audi, every Audi looks the same. Buy a BMW, every BMW looks the same. Yeah. Like, it's just SUVs. Like, they don't really innovate too much. And they just look like, oh, have this, like, strange <laughs> face on them. Yeah. I, I don't like it. I think that they should have more fun cars. And one of why people don't want to buy cars is because, like, like the millennials don't like buying cars is because they're all the same. They're all this, like, giant, slow you know, beast and they're not even that fuel efficient and they have all these turbochargers because they can't put like, you know, decent engines in them anymore because emissions and a bunch of other reasons. Like they, they just need to stop. Yeah. Okay. So now we'll talk about the midterms as our final little topic. Uh, Cause that's of course coming up on Tuesday and we're doing recording this on a Sunday. Um, so, my prediction, just for the record, see what happens, because I, I might be very wrong, I don't know, but I'm thinking Republicans will definitely keep the Senate. I don't think we have to worry about that. I think they actually might gain seats. That's a little, maybe, maybe not, but I think they'll gain seats. In the House, I think they're going to lose seats, but they're not going to lose the majority, because they have, like, what, like 50 seats or something, or, like, 70? I'm not, I'm not sure how that is. Yeah, they have a big majority. Like, so, if they lose even a significant amount, they're still going to have a majority, and I think that's what's going to happen, more or less, because um, it's really hard to tell, because these are all local elections. It depends on the candidate, it depends on gerrymandering, it depends on a lot of things. That That's the only sort of prediction I can safely kind of make. Uh, but the Dems lost their edge really after Kavanaugh. And I think Republicans are afraid of just losing things. I mean, that's, I think, is a bigger fear than anything. They're afraid of losing tax cuts. They're afraid of losing guns. And they're afraid of losing Trump. Because the Democrats are going to race for taxes. They're going to take your guns. And they're going to impeach Trump. I and mean, that's the message they've been sending out. And they don't want to lose any of those things. And Trump's legacy really depends on this midterm. Um, but I will say that I think both sides are going to see massive turnouts. I think you're going to see a lot of Republicans, maybe biggest turnout ever. A lot of Democrats, maybe biggest turnout ever. And it's all going to come out to who turns out more in these areas. And lastly, um, I'll say that I think the branding by Republicans on the jobs, not mobs is extremely effective. Good contrast, good rhyme, of course, and puts the message perfectly because people are afraid of their safety now. They're afraid of their fucking safety. If they elect Maxine Waters, if they elect any of these crazies, these are people that want to harass you because of your political beliefs. And we're seeing some races I think will be close, like Michigan, 
I think that's going to be really close. I don't know if they're going to turn it red, but it's going to be really close because John James, who is a veteran, a businessman, African-American, Republican, he has gotten a lot of enthusiasm, but I don't know if he's going to get enough votes, but I think it'll be real close. And finally, Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA, he sent a tweet out yesterday where he said uh, he had some voter early voting data, and it said the Cal- he said, quote, California Republicans are turning out early and big. Michigan data shows Republican areas outpacing 2016 trends. Arizona has seen huge, um, has seen surge in Republican turnout. Florida in the first time, first time in years, GOP outpaced Dems in early voting. Really interesting stuff, I think. I don't know. Like, honestly, I, I have no idea. I saw what happened in the 2016 election. You can't really tell anymore. I think it's going to be probably pretty close between both of them because I know there's going to be, a, at least on the Republican side, a lot of turnout. At, but, I mean, there's going to be some, uh, just historically, like the mid the midterm elections, they tend to kind of be bad for the yeah. president just because you know people who aren't happy with what things are going will go and flip-flop to the other side and vote yeah. accordingly because they kind of got pissed off. But I've seen a lot on the news. I don't know how much I trust it because, like, I saw the 2016. You can't really trust the news. Yeah, anymore. you can't trust the polls. They lie. Like, you know, they were completely wrong. They said Hillary Clinton had like a 99% chance of winning, and she you lost, that you know, out. by a pretty decent margin. Yeah. And I think that, like, I think a lot of people, they kind of got like, they saw what happened with the, uh, you know, just, just like the, what was it, the mail bomber dude? Yeah. And I don't think they're going to, I don't like, think they're going to care. I, I think they're going to see that. They're going to think that the Democrats were involved with that somehow. Or with the caravan, because the caravan's timing is very convenient. It's good for Republicans, but it's like, you know, I think Gavin McGinnis was talking about, he's like, he th- his conspiracy is that Democrats wanted this caravan to get to the border and an ICE agent accidentally shoot one of these, you know, immigrant baby illegal immigrant babies and you get that photo out there and that's what totally flips it for dems yeah i think that's going to be a, a big issue with the caravan but like i think most people are not in favor of the caravan yeah and that's over. why i say it helps republicans but you know yeah. like you mentioned they they want someone to go and like shoot them like it's going to be a whatever happens it's going to be like at the 11th hour same thing with the kavanaugh they're going to get it's going to end up becoming a big issue no matter which way it turns and it might going to be a little extra surge but i think there's gonna be a lot of there's going to be more people in this like election than most times in the midterms, mm. but I'm definitely going out to vote. Oh, yeah, I already did. I did during the Kavanaugh confirmation where Trump was swearing him in. I was like, straight R. <laughs> well, do they let you? Like, Are you allowed to early vote over here? Uh, absentee. Oh, yeah. That's what they mean by early voting, really. And they sometimes count this stuff early. But usually they count absentee ballots with the actual voting. But um, other thing that's interesting I'll mention is that Trump tweeted out two great ads one of them they're calling racist, which is really stupid because all it shows is like this illegal immigrant that is bragging about killing cops and it shows the caravan and it just poses the question, who else would Democrats let in? They're calling this ad racist, which is stupid. Well, they need to have more ads like that. I like they that. Did. It was great I ad. think they need to go and have more. They need, like, see, I think we need to go and do like a compilation, like all the times you see leftists like attacking That's police. What, that was the other ad. It was attacking. called the Jobs Not Mobs ad. It showed all the success, this economic success, and then showed all the Antifa, Maxine Wars, Eric Holder, all this left-wing violence. Because you see that all the time and no one reports on it other than like yep. Fox and even then, you know, they don't report on it enough. Like, Every time we see like an Antifa poster, like a communist symbol, every time you see like them starting fires, starting riots, those need to be recorded and those needs to be like put out somewhere. Someone needs to go and do a better job with making more ads. I think it's a good start, but I think there needs to be more of these. Definitely. I love how he tweeted them out too, because now I did get attention. Every news outlet was reporting on this because they're calling it racist, which is stupid. 
because uh, it's not. I mean, there's nothing about the race that's involved with that at all. But he gets free advertising because of it because they're all showing well, honestly, it. Honestly, I think like Twitter is going to eventually just ban Trump, and at that point, he's going to go and choose. Another I don't think they will. Well, I think they. I think eventually they might. I mean, it depends. If it got really like if he was really, 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 really good. And they were really, really desperate and really, really stupid. They would, but it's gonna end up turning on them, and like, Twitter's gonna end up getting like problems with them. I mean, they've already are having problems, from what I understand. Yeah. I mean, they, they uh, kick- Facebook and Instagram banned Gavin McGinnis the other day. And they keep and they already people. banned him from Twitter. Like, see, they need to go and have a class action lawsuit with like Milo Gavin McGinnis and like you know, Alex Jones just against yes. these big mobs of leftists. Because I think there's a there's a good case. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I think there's a good case for like. Um, was a denial of service, like a what was a conspiracy or something? Yeah, there's a, there's a word for that. I looked it yeah. up before, and it was a uh, anti. Um, what was this? Like an anti. Well, what are those things? Are? Antitrust. Anti- yeah, antitrust. antitrust. It was it was based in, within Sherman that. Sherman Antitrust Act, where and they were talking about. It's a little in bit. violation of that, but yeah. Um, yeah, you know, Apple does that all the time too. They violate that act because yeah. you technically have a right to repair things. You do. Yeah. Interesting. And they try to go and make it like same thing, like big video game companies, like they, they violate that too. Cause like at least with the PlayStation 2, that is things like void if broken, this little pieces of tape in there. And that was ruled to be illegal. And like, I don't know if you ever paid attention to those things, but a couple yeah. of years ago, they had this like class action loss and got like five bucks from it because hmm. of stuff like that. But most of the time, people don't care. Well, I'll mention two more things because you remind me of the second thing. Um, but I loved, because we're mentioning Trump's Twitter, I loved his Game of Thrones tweet that, that had him, a picture of him that said sanctions are coming, which is yes. a meme of the winter is coming. And he put the date November 5th, right before the midterms. I'm like, hell fucking yeah, I love this president. This is awesome. Hashtag he's my president. <laughs> yes. Hashtag sanctions are coming. Um, but did you see the thing that happened with Diablo? No, I didn't see that. I sent that to you last night. I didn't get a chance to watch They were hyped because Diablo 3 came out in like 20... Was it 20, like 14 or something? I think 13. Yeah, it was yeah. a while ago. So it was a long time ago. So they were hyping up like their next installment. And at their BlizzCon um, reveal, they revealed uh, Diablo, I think it's Infinite, Infinite. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting the name. But it was a mobile game. Oh, God. So the fans literally booed it. And the PR people were obviously like, oh, no, we know this is going to be Blizzard bad. Blizzard already has a good one. They already have Hearthstone. I don't know why they need to go and like make another mobile game. Because they want that, you know, sh- shekels. Oh, Jesus. But, but what was funny was the one guy came up to them, and they, they normally screen you for questions because they were asking questions. So he lied to them what his question really was. And he said to them, is this an April Fool's joke? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they all were like, ah, uh, you know, and when they were like, he, he became like a meme because of this. Now he's becoming a meme. And like, people were like taking pictures and selfies with him. Like, this is my hero. Um, but the other thing was when they originally booed, um, the announcement, the one fucking PR guy that was giving the presentation, you know what he said? What? He said, what? Do you guys not have phones? <laughs> Oh, this guy's ridiculous. Like, Bad they optics. Need to, well, see, they need to go and fire all those people. Maybe get some more, like, PR and, like, marketing people. They should have made this game. It should be for fucking, like... Well, who asked them for that? Like, who wanted it? Did they, None like, of screen them. people? No, yeah. Did, the fans literally said, we wanted Diablo 4 or remastered Diablo 2 and 3. It's what we want. We want for PC and console. Well, 
It's just doing the bubble game. Well, see, this is why they have things called focus groups. Yes. Like, you, this is where that would come in handy because no one in their right mind would think that everyone wants a mobile game. I mean, they already have World of Warcraft. They already have Hearthstone. They have enough of that. They wanted a Diablo 4. Give them what they want. Yeah. I think that's a perfect note to end on. Give the people what they want. All right. Um, but all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time in our edition of Real News. All right. Bye-bye.